telling people like I just like having a project, you know, having yeah. something to work on. That's it. I mean, unless we don't, we shouldn't need an excuse to hang out on a regular basis and just chill. Still, I'm very know, happy to have why something. Not record our hangouts, right? That's it. We got some cool podcasts. We got some uh, some uh, yeah, yeah, words out of our mouths. I like when words come out of my mouth, personally. Yes, words out of mouth is a great place to be. Mm. Someone thought up a name, but that'll come. That's it. Hopefully before this episode that we started recording just now becomes a thing, there'll be a name for this podcast. Yeah. And we'll get the associated YouTube account and SoundCloud account and an iTunes feed because... Why not? Yeah, they're easy enough to manage. all the way. So what are we talking about? We're talking about podcasts in general. That's it. I figure let's... And just general things. That's it. Our pilot episode was very nice and uh, about spoilers, and I definitely mm-hmm. recommend looking it up. Hopefully whatever feed system we get this on will include that in the feed as a pilot episode with a title and everything. Okay. Is this record, like, are we going to start this right now, or are we just going to, we're going to, are we going to do an actual intro? Oh, I thought we would just sort of use what we have now, we'll just kind of cut it at a natural point. Okay, so at some point we're going to do an intro. <laughs> I'm just like using what we have there and just letting it start naturally, like just like. Oh, so we're actually like this is happening. This is the podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, so you kind of like yeah, yeah. Listen to it, and that's kind of what I want to talk about today: your podcast as a medium. Podcast as a medium. Because I feel like they're still unheard of. Like I get a lot of people in my life where it's just like, "What is a podcast?" Like my brother's classic joke is just the idea of, you know, Andrew just walking down the street, listening to a podcast. Because I do. They're really fun. And I listen to a bunch of different ones, and there's so many out there, and I encourage people to listen to them, and I get not pushback, but just like a, what's a podcast? It's interesting that, because podcasts have sort of deviated from what podcasts originally were, because obviously the pod comes from iPod, right? Which is something I didn't even realize until a few years ago. And it's something that nowadays... How often are you listening to a podcast on an actual iPod, on an actual MP3 player that's sole, that, that's main or sole purpose is to play MP3s, whereas sometimes sometimes there's live podcasts, sometimes you are, you know, you're just listening to it on your computer, on your phone, on, you know, various Yeah, I think media. my start with podcasts, we back with, I mean, if we're going to name drop a bit, uh, Revision 3 had um, the Totally Rad Show. Okay. Uh, Michael Trachtenberg and I can't remember oh my god I feel bad if I ever hear this and I don't know their names I'm going blank right now uh, Adam something fuck I'm feeling really terrible right now not knowing all their names well Trachtenberg I recognize because he's doing he just directed that um, 10 Cloverfield Lane movie which I need to go see still Oh yeah, that that's a movie. I heard that. That's a, I heard of that movie. <laughs> you yeah, heard of I, it. I, I, <laughs> there you go, Michael Trachtenberg, your life dream I, Waxman has heard I'm of a, I'm a film studies student, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I know movies. I know that there are movies that are come out. That there are movies that come out, you know. <laughs> I'm aware of movies and the fact that they come out. Yeah, things uh, going to the theater, you know, that's a big thing for me, of course. It's true, I don't go to the movie theater as much as no. I used to anymore. No, that's, that's another good episode we can get into the movie that's theater. That's movie theater. You know what? That's another time where we're spoiling. We're spoiling the future oh. seasons of this show. Is this a callback you're doing now? Yeah. You're calling I, out our callbacks? I, as a film studies student, that's already the second time we're putting this out there. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm that guy now. Are you fishing for something? <laughs> I'm that guy. Like, oh, Ryan, he's film studies. He's so interesting. Hey, I studied film in college, too. He's so cultured. But, no, the idea is that... <laughs> the idea of podcasts, right? It, it, it's evolved so much because... Like I said, it became this thing that now it's it's all about, and at least some of the podcasts, and we uh, probably the biggest example for both of us in our lives right now is the Rooster Teeth podcast. Oh man, that entire network! I listened to almost all the shows they have on that there, except, for the, except for the sports one. I just I can't do sports. I like sports. Yes, we discovered this last episode. You like sports. I know they exist. I enjoy sports. <laughs> Um, but I feel like you're overcompensating for your lack of sports. I players. like sports because I'm a man and men like sports. Me, 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 me. And I'm gonna lift weights and such. But essentially, um, what's great about <laughs> what's great about the Sorry. what's great about podcasts is it sort of seems like it's a bit of it, it's not so much now. I mean, there are themed podcasts, right? Where it's like this is a Game of Thrones That's podcast. It. So if this we go back a... to Rooster as, as, as a subject, they they have their general interest, which is sort of just shoot the shit and share stories and what's going on. Which are my favorite types of podcasts. Which personally. is yeah, I think the more fun you get to know the people, so you kind of I don't want to say feel like you have a relationship with them, but I mean, 
that's another topic I want to get to in a minute. Yeah. Uh, but they do have the patch, which is very just, they try to keep it gaming-centric. They do DV, but it is very gaming-centric. Yes. Um, I mean, I've started listening to some of their spin-off ones, like they've purchased, they've purchased, they've acquired other companies, such as Funhouse, who have their dude soup, which is generally also gaming, but just general interest as well. So it doesn't feel like you're too locked in. So even when it's general interest, there is still sort of a focus. I mean, the people behind the podcast are still going to have their shared interests that they're going to tend towards. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just people shooting the shit, and for me, I got into the, the, the listening to podcasts game pretty late. My first, re- like I knew podcasts existed. I acknowledge podcasts. You know, I even did podcasts, but really the first time I started listening to podcasts was probably when I was in Vancouver. Not this past summer, but let's say summer of 2014. Let's not just say it because that's actually what it Vancouver was. Vancouver or Seattle? Seattle was more recent. Vancouver, well, Vancouver, Seattle, and Portland were all the same trip. Oh, that was one And in trip, fact, yeah. this is actually when the podcast came in when my cousins and I were driving from Vancouver to Seattle. Great stories, by the way. I have a great border story if we get to that later on. Share a story. I'll share share it right now. You know how at the border, they ask you questions to let you, so that you know, so that they know that you can go into America and such? That's it. Yeah. Okay. So I crossed the border from Vancouver to Washington State with my cousins. All my cousins are from Vancouver. I'm obviously from Montreal. And so they asked a bunch of questions the border guard did. And he asked, uh, of course, the question goes up, where are you guys all from? And so my cousin who's driving says, the three of us are from Vancouver. And she points at me and says, he's from Montreal. And the border guard leans in, looks at me right in the eye and he says, are you a French Canadian? (laughs) And I say, well, I mean, I, I speak French, but my mother tongue's English. And he just looks at me for a second and he goes, all right, you guys are free to go. That was it. That was the final question. But anyway, I, I was just I recently. I can't remember what I was posting on Reddit. Something and someone asked. Uh, oh no, it was the my new favorite addiction. That stupid Mitomo app from Nintendo. Okay, um, yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know. It's, it, it really. It's, it, it was described really well in another podcast I follow, um, Cool Games Inc., where they basically describe it as it almost feels like it's market research for Nintendo, but played as a game. Mm. So we'll ask you questions, but it'll like every few questions will be like, when you hear the word goth, what do you think about it? And it almost feels like you're focus testing me, aren't you? <laughs> uh, like it's a little weird. Like I'm waiting for the one where it's like, how much do you make on average in your household? Like, wait, what? what? Uh, but the one they just posed recently was, um, where are you from? And the way I answered it, I really like the way it came out because it was very unexpected was Montreal, the English part of the French part of Canada. Nice. I like that. That's it. I like thinking of myself like that, you know? It's, it's, a, it's a little snooty. Like, I feel like Montreal's got, like, a repertoire for that. It's like, we're, I don't want to say we're elitist, but, like, we feel like... Like, if you're from, like, middle of nowhere Canada and, like, the prairies, you're, you're a Canadian, you're maybe from that province. But I doubt anyone knows the name of the city you're from. But Montreal's got some pretty, like, big guns. It's got the, you know, I mean, we're the Just for Laughs Festival. Jazz Fest. Jazz Fest. Oceania. Apparently, Apparently we're also really big in the sex scene for um, burlesque. I can see that. Apparently we are, I think, I don't know if we're Canada or North America's largest burlesque festival. Huh. All right. Yeah, no. Did not know this. I, um, would believe that. (laughs) I would believe that. But anyway, what we were saying is that I got introduced to podcasts really on that trip, on that road trip, because it's about three hours from Vancouver to Seattle. Beautiful drive, by the way. If you ever have a chance to drive down the West Coast, do it. Beautiful drive. So it's about three hours from Vancouver to Seattle, three hours from Seattle to Portland, and then obviously six hours back from Portland to, um, to Vancouver. And I'm trying to sleep, you know, because... It's a long ride. It's a long drive, and I'm just like, you know what? We got up at like 7 a.m. I'm not driving. Why would I stay awake? Uh, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a whole other conversation my wife will kill me for. Wife, fiance, girlfriend, whatever. Fiance. You know what? Uh, intended is the word we can oh, use. Oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Gender Drew, fluid. Yeah. <laughs> Drew is getting married. Oh, yes, I am. She's getting married in October. Ladies, I'm taken. I, why was I? I don't know who am I talking to? I think that's impressive. 
It's sort of a want, what, want what you can have thing, you know? Anyway, <laughs> um, the problem is I couldn't sleep because my cousins played a podcast. I don't remember what it was called. I was about to ask, like, I wonder what this podcast was now. Like, what got you into this? Oh, you know what? I remember what it was called. Oh, what was it? It was My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Oh, my God. One of my favorites, actually. Okay, so you know it. Oh, dude. And I presume it's Three Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, actually know. I mean, if anyone has listened to it, it's the McElroy Brothers. They are three brothers. They all live in different cities in the U.S., and they all Skype in for their podcast. Yeah, it was... And they answer questions off Yahoo Answers. Yes. Um, it sounds weird. It's even weirder than you think it is. Give it a listen. It's really worth it. It is, because I was trying to sleep... And every time I tried to go to sleep, you know, every time I thought I was fading off into dreamland, they would say something really funny and I would oh, just man, start laughing. I'm like, incredible. man, I can't sleep because I'm laughing so hard. And that's when I really got into podcasts, just three dudes just talking about whatever's on their mind. I like talking. I like the sound. Well, I don't like the sound of my own voice, but I like talking about things. That's it. Good conversation's good. And if a good conversation can be shared, why not? And they are a great example of it. And I just love... Hearing people's stories, like for me, like I can't speak for you personally, but for me, hearing people's life stories and and even just funny stories about about like human beings doing things, you know, that's really great to me. That that's what I enjoy. Oh, hundred percent. I feel like today will be a great podcast of suggesting other podcasts, which is what a new startup should be doing: is getting you to listen to better stuff. We're networking. Networking. Ah, I like this. We're we can now tag all of them in this post to get them to respond to us. Please notice us. Notice we're, us. We're, we're good. We're gonna. Sh- we're shaking your hands virtually. Shaking hands and kissing babies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Episode, we're, episode doing we're doing that uh, too. We're doing that too. But yeah, no. The McCoy brothers. The my brother, my brother, and me is a fantastic one. The name, the one I just dropped earlier, Cool Games Inc., is featuring the youngest brother, Griffin. Okay, yeah, I didn't him. read into it that much. That's but. it. He, um, well, that's it. So of the three of them, one of them, uh, the youngest brother, Griffin, does another pod. They all do several podcasts on their network. They all have like their wives and girlfriends do podcasts with them. Oh, that's cool. No, if you go to their website, they have a ton of listed ones. I can't remember. I think it's McElroyBrothers.com. Um, but I was going to say, so, I mean, that's one of my favorite things with podcasts, though, is I love hearing stories. Uh, and another one yeah. I introduced to, I think, is one that probably got me really hooked into a lot of others is uh, Risk is a very popular one. They travel around and they do shows a lot in the U.S. They've done a few Canadian shows. Risk. in Vancouver in a few weeks. I love Vancouver. That's and, a cool um, city. I want to go still. Fiance is on her way there with uh, her mother and her sister for a trip. Definitely get out there if you can. It's, yeah. it's absolutely... Which is actually another point I want to bring up later about Seattle. Uh, but no, and I mean, I love that kind of show because Risk is one where it literally is they invite people to either Skype in or show up at the live shows and That's share cool. in their motto stories you never thought you'd dare to share. And I mean, these are everything from like the one last week of a woman who was telling about the time that a guy broke into her home to murder them, turned into a robbery, then offered them drugs, got high with them, and then still robbed them at gunpoint while being high and friendly with them and hitting on her. Like a really weird... And then how they got away and how they caught her and how she got PTSD from all this and how it ran in her family and how... It was just an incredibly like heavy story to take in. And you get the ones that are like the guy who gets incredibly high on acid that Francis DJing a concert that night and the walls are melting as he's trying to play a Halloween show and flipping his shit. Did, did the walls actually melt? I think it was just the acid. Okay. The, the drug, not the walls, were covered in acid and were melting. <laughs> That's a very different... <laughs> I uh, understand why it's called acid now. Oh, I Things melt. I never thought of that, Things actually. melt. Uh, don't do drugs or at least not the hard shit. <laughs> Do it in a safe space with people that you trust. That was the, the but time. don't ever do meth. Mm. Not even once. That's messed up. Unless you're the mayor of Toronto, don't do meth. Well, the deceased mayor of Toronto. Rest oh, in true. Peace. Rest in peace. Rest Sorry. in peace, Rob Ford. I actually, I, when I was in Toronto in November, there was a stop sign, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know of stop signs. Okay. There, uh, there was a, with the word stop written on them. <laughs> I realize how stupid that sounds. Here in Montreal, they say arrête. We are French, uh, but I imagine Toronto would say stop in English. It does say stop, and someone had put a Rob Ford sticker on the bottom, so it said stop Rob Ford. I have a picture Shoot, of it. I phone. like that. I, I feel like you're about to go grab it. I'm like, you know, they can't see you, right? Yeah, hey everyone, check out this picture on my phone of stop that Rob is, Ford. Okay, in the world, back to our topic of podcasts, one of my biggest pet peeves right now are. And it's, it's some do it really well, some don't. So Rooster Teeth is a great example of a company that does, or a company, or a group that does their podcasts uh, live. Yeah. And they record it live, and if you pay as a subscriber to the website, you can watch it live, which I do, but I still listen to them because I'd rather that format. Yeah. I like, you know, listen to it on the go. 
I'm not often sitting in front of my computer going, I have an hour and a half to kill and listen to a podcast. But again, I know YouTube is becoming more popular for podcasters to either, even if it's just putting up the podcast with a still image, it's still a popular media for it. Yeah. And it's easy to, you know, to absorb with the other media. Um, but they're really good at doing a video podcast and not excluding the audio listener. Whereas some shows I listen to, and I, I can't think of specific examples, but they'll, they're not, they'll actively do things that are very video centric. But they might go like, oh, the game I'm playing right now is really fun and not name the game because they assume you can see it on the screen because they're playing it. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those moments where it's like, really? Like, just please remember this is like, and they'll even like a later on do a joke about how they're, oh, our video list, our audio listeners have no idea what we're talking about. And it's like, hmm, that's then, then tell me, tell me what was the game you're playing? That, I want to know what it was now. That also brings up the whole thing is that nowadays with podcasts it doesn't necessarily just have to be two dudes sitting on a couch drinking beers talking into a computer weirdly specific description you just gave yeah that's totally not us <laughs> that's just a generic um well it's beer generic. this time it was cider last time actually wasn't it it was no it was mad jack last time it's still an apple cider isn't it apple no it's apple beer is it really it's apple lager i don't know if it's lager or ale but it's apple beer well, Mad Jack's recommendation. Mad Jack is great. Everyone should should subscribe My to Mad world Jack. Has, to their drinking podcast? To their weekly newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel weird. But we're drinking Alexander Keith's Red right now. We're not sponsored, by the way. If you want to sponsor us, you can, but we're drinking yet. Yeah, uh, Please give us red. money. I will do anything. Not anything, but I'll do a lot of things. Yeah, so would I, honestly, what I say. I have little morals. I, no, that's not true. But uh, what was I saying? What were we talking about? Yes, podcasts are not always just, are not always just dudes talking, or, or women, of course. True. People talking. Hashtag gender fluid. Yeah, of course. Hashtag we're always accepting. Um, <laughs> that's a long hashtag. Fluid <laughs> off that one. And I don't think the contraction works on the Twitter hashtag format. But anyway, oh, yeah, it's weird. nowadays people sometimes just live stream themselves playing like, let's say, Cards Against Humanity. Is mm-hmm. that still a podcast or is that just a live stream? Where does the I, line get drawn in the sand? I'm pretty cool without, with not drawing a line. I feel like it should be an open medium. Uh, example, I'm hoping to branch off this podcast and get us playing Borderlands together and recording ourselves while we play that. Oh, that'll be fun. Because you playing video games is probably the f- most fun I've had in a while, listening to you on the division. Uh, no. uh, that yeah. was fucking brilliant. I um, I get really into the video games, right? That's it. Oh, you can ask. I, I, I tend... I feel like it's a really bizarre thing I do when I play video games and my... I'm just gonna name drop finally. Paula, my fiance, is in the room with me. I tend to be more verbal just because I feel like she might peek at the screen and be like, the fuck's happening? To at least be like, oh, I can't believe I died there. Like, I'll talk out loud to myself. Not to her, to myself, because she's present. Just in case she's curious to know what the fuck is happening. Paula, Paula is his fiance. By my the way. intended. My in- his intended. Your intended. Whoa, whoa. His whoa. his betrothed. <laughs> my my, as the kids would say, bay. I still haven't gotten used to that. That's the one of those. You know what? Again, Mitomo questions. Words you haven't gotten used to. Bay just feels weird. It you, feels like it's too internety for me. You know, I'm gonna tell you a story about Bay, and I want you to listen up to, to this story because I feel like I'm about to get really like deeply schooled here. This is like a. I feel like Bay started with a typo, where it's supposed to say "babe," but someone forgot the second B, and thus Bay. I could see that. I could really, really see that in this day and age. Yeah, like I would not be surprised if we looked back in the etymology. And that's what it turns out to be. That I think very, you, at this point, at this point, you probably have to just look in the Urban Dictionary <laughs> and find and find what. Well, no, there's a few is. good websites like Know Your Meme or um, yeah, Reddit, mm-hmm. Reddit.com/slash uh, R Out of the Loop, which has uh, a lot of the like explaining shit in a very sure, serious R way. Out of the Loop is R Out R Out of the Loop. If you're not subscribed to it, it's a very key subject. It's it's, I don't subscribe to it, but I'll often dig into it when I need to. I subscribe to it. I have it as a um, a bookmark, but not a subscribe. Okay, that's interesting. It's one on my front page. It's not one I need to see, but it's one that I like to have easy access to. Can we can we talk about something? Um, you can talk about anything. That's the advantage of having a podcast okay. where we don't really have a. Sense I of was content. recently informed that Blink One Eighty Two's new album is coming out, and I wanted to mention. Huh? I didn't know they were still around. 
They are, but Tom DeLonge is not in the band anymore, and Matt Skiba of Alkaline Trio is singing for them right now. Their new album's coming out, right? Just blowing hair off my phone. Probably my own hair. Um, I, would, I, would, I, mean, I would assume, but I also hope so. Their track listing came up for the new album, and I just want to read to you the final song on their album, because it's definitely the most intriguing of the names. I'm intrigued. Brohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> this is an audible gasp of terror. I I think it's fantastic. I I'm really excited. I'm really excited to hear Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, there's two ways you can go with this. There's the weird owl route where it is a really funny cover. I don't think it's going to be that. Or. I think- I'm imagining right now, I mean, I, it's tough to say because I'm imagining Tom DeLonge singing Bohemian Rhapsody, but obviously it's not Tom DeLonge. I feel like, you know Pennywise's song, Bro Him? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I have to hear it again. I, Every I NHL hear. team plays it as their goal song. Oh, okay, like, okay. Oh, wait, sports, right. No, but I do know what you're referring to. Okay, good. <laughs> Weirdly, that was the trigger I needed. Oh, that's interesting. Um. Uh. So, I lost so, my train of thought. so you think it'll be like an actual song? But just I like think it's gonna be scale? an actual song. But you know what the thing is? The possibilities of what that song could be are so endless that it could be a play on Bohemian Rhapsody. It could be something completely different. It could be their own long epic rock opera ballad esque throwback to... I'm just using a lot of big music words at this point. No, but I mean, it could definitely be good. I mean, this is some 41 we said, right? Blink-182. But, you know, you... you but, <laughs> wow. You know, at this point, when, when you're an angsty teenager, all the all the punk bands sound the same. It's true, it's true. Uh, oh, the I, new Good Charlotte album is coming out, and... Uh, I don't know, they were still around. Yeah, no, I'm not a not. music guy. I'm the kind of guy who my my music... I mean, now we're changing shifts from podcasts and music, but I'm still okay with that. It's still media. Uh, whatever. Pop subjects. culture. Pop culture. That's the whole theme of this fucking thing. Wee. I'm a pop culture uh, student. Yeah. That's it. I like that. I'm a student of pop culture. Yeah. I, that, that was meant to sound a lot more like Shangri-La-ish than I meant it to, but like, no, no, I actually study pop culture. <laughs> and that's it. Whereas I just enjoy pop culture and learn from it. I feel like everyone does to some extent, but yeah, that, to continue your thought. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say was like, I feel one of those things you'll learn as you listen to us is as much as I'm not the sports guy, I'm also the, I love music, but I don't really follow it well. That's fair. Uh, like, I mean, my introduction to music, like, I remember being the kid in elementary who won a pair of, um, like, a Sony Walkman with headphones. Sick. Which at the time was, like, the shit everyone wanted. That was the, what, to, to be uh, to be aspired to. That was, it was, like, that was the Christmas gift you, and I won a pair, and I'm, like, I didn't use it for almost, like, three years. Because I didn't it. listen to music, and it I wasn't until, like... to get like, that new NSYNC album on, <laughs> You know, before you could use it. But that's it. It wasn't until, like, the end of elementary school when it was, like, that last year where, like, I enjoyed the occasional song. Like, if I song came on the radio, like, Spice Girls or Backstreet Boys, I'd sing along. But I didn't have their CDs. I didn't go out and buy music. It was just, here's a song in the car or a song I'm going to play in my place in the CD player or tape deck in the rare case. Uh, and that was really it. And it wasn't until, I think it was the, like, beginning of high school when a buddy started showing me, uh, I believe, what is the term they use? Anyways, back when Kazaa was the thing, he would download music videos to Linkin Park songs or Eminem songs. Uh, torrenting. Even before torrenting, this was, I mean, I guess torrenting was okay. the form of P2P. P2P. I, mean, I mean, it was. It was peer-to-peer sharing of that, but I mean, yeah. we didn't know the term for old punk kids, and it was just, it was Kazaa. Back then, it wasn't Wire, really a thing. It was just Morpheus, like, hey. Share Bear. Yeah, back then, it was just like, hey, for Napster. Back then, it was Wait, just, I never heard of the Napster, though. My buddy showed me Napster um, back... Well, must have been must have been in grade school for me also, like elementary. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, Napster's the coolest thing. Back when you had the mouse, where it was like you had the buttons on one side, you had like this ball that you had to like spin. Did you have one of those? My buddy did. I had a regular really, regular uh, person mouse. One of my uh, buddy of mine now is a doctor, a little older than me, but uh, he has one. I always thought it was the weirdest thing. And looking back now, I can see how much fun it was to use. I can't get used to it. But the thing is, well, I'm I'm too track that. Napster was a thing back in the day, and it was like, whoa, like we didn't even have a term for it. It was just wow, we can get this music for free. That's it. I mean, I think even like at the end of grade six, when I became that cool kid who knew how to use the CD burner and download music illegally, and I would make CDs for friends as an attempt to make myself the cool kid. 
that was literally the end of my my elementary school career. Um, but even then, like my intro to music was at the beginning of grade six, being shown Dragon Ball Z music videos to Lincoln Parks, one step closer to the edge. I can vividly remember my buddy. Uh, Evan. Yeah, that that more or less encompasses the like for for guys our age. That more or less encompasses the the elementary high school experience right there. And that's it. Like and even <laughs> today, I'm not a huge music guy. I have the bands I like, but I mean the number of bands I follow where you can tell me a new album's out, I had no idea. The other day we were sitting in the work and I was like, you know what? I have the speaker to myself. It's a quiet day. We put on some Muse. I love I Muse. I pulled up Muse and Alpha Music. I'm like, they have two albums I did not know existed. Second Law and Drones. I'm gonna yeah, guess. I think Drones. I had just heard a few songs from, so I went okay. to put that. I went to go back and put an older album on, so I saw Drones. I knew, but Second Law totally. I just missed Second it. Law. Um, people didn't like it. It was. I liked it. Yeah. I, I still go back to Asymmetry. That was my favorite one. That's fair. But that's it. Like, this is one of the few bands I know really well. Nine Inch Nails is another one. But, I mean, like, I listen. Like, I love Blink-182. They have a ton of songs I like. I can't name half those songs off the top of my head. Fair. Nor can I name any of the albums that any of those songs are off of. I just know I have a few. I'm going to admit a lot of songs in my library came from Rock Band and Guitar Hero. No, that's, that's, that's understandable at this point. Like, like I think I just, I found a torrent of all their, not that you should, you should pay for your music, really, guys. I mean, you know what, sample stuff, whatever, I'm not going to be a judge. I try to pay for it as much as I can now. But low-key, low-key, use Spotify. Yeah, Spotify, Apple, Apple music. music. I fucking love Don't Apple use, music. don't use title. Fuck title. Like, don't Yeah, seriously, title. after the last two articles, there was an amazing picture of Kanye. I think it was the one that he took of him in the airport where he was, like, really happy. And then, like, he suddenly saw the camera looked, like, angry. But it was, <laughs> it, it was that, like, if you, I'm sure you know the photo from Describe. If you know him at all, you know the photo. I don't even know fucking Kanye. But it was that photo. It was just, like, people outraged at title because they had an exclusive deal with his newest album. And then a week later, it was on Apple Music. Yeah, after he said he would never put it up on anything except title. I think he misses the old Kanye. I think I, he, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, I, I say it to everyone, and I always have a little bit of hate for it. I can't stand Kanye. I really, like... Like, I'm not a big rap hip-hop guy, but today I listened to Danny Brown for the first time. I don't know who that is. I don't know. One of our coworkers showed him to us, and he's a really talented rapper with some really, really good, like, music. That's really good. Uh, and Kendrick Lamar, I know you're a fan of. Kendrick Lamar, I feel like even if you're not into hip hop, you have to appreciate what Kendrick Lamar is doing. There's there's him, and there's everybody else. Like he and is. That's it. I'm not a hip hop or a rap guy, yeah. and I think he's really talented. Kendrick Lamar is Michael Phelps. He is the guy who dominates of music. <laughs> he is the Michael Phelps of hip hop music. Okay, is I was be essentially. Like, I didn't know who was a good swimmer. Because we, know. yeah, well. We can. <laughs> might be. I mean, there's stereotypes, right? There's stereotypes about you know. Are black guys good at swimming? Is that a thing? No, no. It's the opposite. Is the, the the stereotype is that is that black guys are not good at swimming? I didn't know that one. Okay, yeah. There's there's that. That's probably not. Or you know. That's probably a little racist, and that's probably more than a little racist. It's probably very. No, racist. we're just discussing stereotypes. Not but essentially, we're not discussing whether they're true or not. We're discussing that they are in the public. That office. is a stereotype that exists. That is that black people cannot swim or, or do not swim well. But essentially, I feel like we're digressing way too much of this. But what I'm trying to say though is, I appreciate them as musicians, despite yes. it not being the genre I listen to. Yes. But every time SNL has Kanye on, or I listen to one of his songs, I just. Don't get it. I just feel like he's yelling or talking about nonsense with way too much auto-tune. His new album came out very recently. Yeah, the the Pablo or something? The Life of Pablo. That was it, okay. I still don't... Again. I still don't know who Pablo is. I don't know why we're celebrating him. But I did enjoy... Let's say a good fifty-five to sixty percent of the songs on the album. But that said, I can totally see why people don't like him because the other forty percent of the songs were self-indulgent, like overly introspective bullshit songs. And it was just like some of one song was just someone else leaving a message on his answering machine. And that's it. Like, I feel like he's trying to be more edgy than he really is. He's not edgy. He thinks but he's at like, the same time, whoever produces his music, the, 
it, it, literally, if you can give me the original track listing of all of his albums without the vocals, I would listen to that because that is some amazing tracks. And if, whether it's him who does it or he has a uh, music producer who puts that together for him or it's a friend or a part of a crew or whatever the, the, the behind the scenes is, I would love to listen to that because minus his vocals, some of his music is fantastic. On the actual yes. music. Yes, and he's also a very good producer. And that's it. Like, I feel like he has all the talents. Maybe singing isn't one of them. Maybe you're a fan of his. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I mean, you, clearly you enjoy it for a reason. I fucking listen to one of my favorite bands is Ninja Sex Party. They are absolutely one of the greatest music groups out there. And I think Ninja Sex Party. Do you know them? No. Uh, I just the name caught my attention. That's it. They're, they're, they're a bit of a comedy duo. I mean, I, I put them up there with just like bands who make stupid songs with stupid videos for the sheer fun of it but <laughs> I'm just gonna what was that gesture you were making do you do you need to be yeah <laughs> why would we take a quick hiatus this would be the spot I would read a promo if we had one <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by uh, Mumford and Sons new album they have uh, a new album I love uh, that. I have no have idea. a third banjo now. Uh, we'll take a pause here for two seconds. <laughs> Everyone go get another beer and another pee. We'll be back in a few minutes. And we are back from what may have been an ad read or just an awkward 30-second pause while uh, Waxman here got locked in my bathroom. <laughs> I will not confirm or deny any bathroom mishaps my apartment is quite famous for being locked in the bathroom the fiance did it uh, twice in a matter of two days luckily the first time I was there to open it for her by shimming it open with a credit card the second time a friend of ours had to go to our neighbor's apartment ask them to let them onto the balcony to get over to our balcony to then get in and come break her out I think it's more that your fiance has issues with bathrooms because we know this is not her only bathroom mishaps. Nope, it's happened in her parents' house as well. Yeah. I think she's just really unlucky with doors in general, and it's the right <laughs> gag. I love how I'm turning her into a coworker and tell the story, and someone else goes, she got locked in the bathroom again? Like, the staff just, my coworkers just know it happens. And she'll kill me for telling that story. Nah, she won't. It'll be fun that way. She won't. So, before you went to go pee so drastically, we were talking about music, Kanye... Yeah. Um, Mumford and Sons? No. <laughs> no, we were not talking about Mumford and Sons. We were never talking about them ever at all. Nope, no way. But what I will say about Mumford and Sons is <laughs> they're actually, um, I had a music class this semester for, for school, and they were one of the bands that were referenced at the very end of the semester because we sort of went forward in history, right? Mm -hmm. And Mumford and Sons was an example of a retro music act because they sort of their style lends back to older. Yeah, genres I of mean, music. they're they're a band I really enjoyed when they first started. They came a little mainstream, which is not a really reason to hate them. But I found the new album wasn't as good as the first album. No, but like, I generally still enjoy them, and it's because they have a more folky sound, which I do enjoy. Can we say something about mainstream and, and things like that? We can. What are we saying? I find that people who hate on bands just because they happen to go mainstream or they find a song that's a commercial success and they're like, oh, well, they're mainstream now. I don't like them. Where's the reality and the authenticity? I think that's a very silly reason to stop supporting a band or to oh. not support a band to begin with. Oh, 100%. Um if I may rephrase my previous statement about the Mumford Sons second album, oh, I wasn't. Uh, it, no, no, but you're right. I, I said it because it's the, the sound became more mainstream. They went more to a pop radio sound to accommodate the fact that they are now a little more mainstream. And they have a wider audience to reach versus the first album, which I feel has more of a country feel to it uh -huh. and a folky feel. Uh, if I may say, probably my favorite band right now, the one that I will do anything to listen to, my go-to band is the Decemberists. They are my absolute number one band, my most played music on my iPod. And they are folk stories told in song. Very fun, very lively. Lots of banjos and accordions and weird instruments and like upright bass and violins and fiddles. And they really have a folky feel to them. And I find that they never really got a poppy sound like some of the other folky bands that have come recently have turned into. 
And I mean, like, I'll go back to, like, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I love her stuff. But you listen to her stuff from six years ago when she was a country girl. Now she's very pop. But I feel it suits her well. Yeah. And I don't feel it's taken... I mean, it's a change, but I still love her music. It's become such a common thing now, especially just browsing the internet, browsing music communities, whether it's on Reddit, whether it's on Facebook. And there's the whole common thing is that their older stuff was better because they didn't sell out. And I'm like, listen, I think the idea of selling out is not what you think it is. They're selling out in the sense that you are actively making music that is commercially accessible for the sake of making money. And then there's also adjusting your sound to fit the times a little more, or even just experimenting with new sounds. Like U2 is probably one of the greatest examples of a band that continuously adjusts its style. So I don't listen to U2 very much. I know a few songs here and there I love and a few that I can live without. Mm -hmm. And the one we all have is we all have iPhones. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, give me more example. Give me a little more detail on this okay. one. I don't have exact examples. No, no, but just like, so I mean, like, to me they haven't changed over time, but I only know like three songs. They haven't, I, I don't think it's so much that they have changed over time, which I guess goes against what I was just saying, but it's their place in the music spectrum. Mm -hmm. changed because they've gone from main they've gone from alternative rock to mm -hmm. sort of a more mainstream to more classic rock and I think they do slightly adjust their sound to fit the crowd that is now listening to their music and I don't think that's selling out I think that's just adapting adapting no and I agree and that's I can go back to the Taylor Swift example she found what works she followed her fans I mean if you if we do this podcast and 10 years down the line, we're not going to keep talking about the stuff we talked about today because we'll be 10 years older. Our fans will be an older audience by 10 years. There'll yes. be new subjects to cover. We're not going to talk about young hit music. We might be more into tax breaks. <laughs> yes. I, I just thought taxes. Which and I need like, to do. Tomorrow is tax filing day, which is a gross thought. You know, tax breaks and like... Lawn mowing and lawn mowing. and um, you know, <laughs> prostate exams and such like that. It's a funny my last podcast got on that subject really in depth. Well, I'm not we're, intended. We're not there yet. No, God, we're no. young men still. We're I feel young. like people fear the whole idea of that. I mean, like, it's weird as the most. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not afraid of it per se. No, it's something you know. Prostate health is important, but you think I can get out of it by just saying, "Hey, I'm young at heart." I no, probably not. That will work. They'll still, you know, put the glove. Put on the finger in your butt. Put the finger in my butt. Yeah. Dude, it'd be so funny. I realized before we pause, I was on a subject before. I was talking about that band ninja sex party. Ninja you sex party. You started gesturing your dicks at the poopy. Uh, <laughs> I was not gesturing. I mean, I was. It was two fingers rapidly pointing your penis, which is something I think is kind of funny because half their Twitter feed, ninja sex party, is penis jokes and butt sex jokes. Oh, because that's just all of this band. Well, you didn't know them. I'm definitely going to say if this will put a bit on, but um, they're, they're very, like, they're funny, and the, the theme is very much... I mean, like, the stage names are Ninja Brian and Danny Sexbang. Oh, I understand the name now. Ninja Sex Party. Yes. Okay, I get it. Uh, they jokingly have a, a rival band called, I think it's Samurai Abstinence Group. Abstinence Group, sorry. Abstinence Group. The opposite of... I'm getting a, a sort of a... a, a a vibe here like Templar versus Assassins from Assassin's Creed you know? <laughs> that's it I mean he actually's part of he's actually he runs a funny he's not on a podcast but I would consider it one the way I listen to it in case you haven't guessed we're nerds oh we're huge we're geeks. nerds yeah the, the next like... sentence I'd say is Dan is actually popularized on the internet from the web series Game Grumps Game Grumps Games Nerds, games, we like games. Wow, the beer is kicking in on you, hardcore man. <laughs> no, 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 I'm fine. Uh, I just... So back to our podcast episode a little bit. Game yeah. Rumps is a show where essentially something like I like to start doing with you, where we play, they play a game together, or one of them plays a game if not together. Like right now they're doing Dark Souls 3, um, Legend Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and a few other games. And they'll do like some one-offs here and there, like a game someone sent them. And they'll just talk over it as they play and do like 30-minute bits or 50-minute bits. 
Right. Which is what I know, like, with Borderlands that I, I ideally start doing with you or other yes. games. that'd be cool. But to me, like, as much as that would not be sold as a podcast, I tend to put that on and let it run while I'm playing video games, like Destiny or just chilling on the computer. Oh, that makes sense. Even if I'm not necessarily watching the game, I can appreciate just their banter. Because they do have a great chemistry. Um, but also, to just to go back to that Ninja Sex Party for again, because I'm tangenting around like a fucking... What's the thing that tangents a lot? Tangerines. I knew you were going to say that! Sorry. <laughs> I just knew that was coming. Both the bank and the fruit. Oh, they are a bank, aren't they? Huh. And the... No, I got nothing else. Nope, there, there are two things. That's, it. that's enough. I think that's enough for tangerines. You ever had clementines? Not a big fan of citrus fruits. They can't do oranges. Lemons and limes really? are my drinks, but... I like citrus. I don't I like, like them. I don't like bananas. I hate bananas. Texture. Right? It, it, texture also when I was a kid it was my medicine. All people you know people don't like grape because it was their great medicine as a kid. What? Or cherry. I That's a, I always, cherry hear, I always hear people thing. tell me they don't like cherries or grapes because like that cherry. was the medicine they had as a kid. Grape, it's a bad taste. I never had grape medicine. Definitely cherry. No, that was I, that was Paula's. I know a few people give me that okay. one before. Banana was definitely my fruit. That's just like I will put it in a smoothie because the taste of banana is not so bad. It's the texture of like eating a mushy like banana. No, even in a smoothie couldn't do it. Strawberry, mango, pineapple. Oh, I love pineapples. Pineapple is the king of the food. Oh, hell yeah. You ever grill that and put it on a burger? No. I should, though. Oh, dude, that's the best. Okay, wow, tangents. Fuck, we're terrible drunks. Um, we're drinking. It happens. We're four, four beers. Um, I'm not. I'm fine. Ninja Sex Party also just released an album that I think was fantastic that was not a comedy album. It was a cover album called Under the Covers. Duh. Eh, 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 they're funny. Ladies. Uh, where they covered a bunch of classic rock songs uh, from Rush to Pink Floyd. Uh, um, I can't think of the artist behind it, but everyone wants to rule the world. Uh, Take on me. Uh-huh. Um, very, very good. And I know they're working on another uh, serious album as well. And I think it's a really nice twist for them. But I feel like that's just adapting to their audience versus selling it or changing because they're still releasing a bunch of uh, fun albums. I know they just finished recording a music video for, uh, I think we called Eating Food in the Shower. Is that a song? I think that's a song in the album. Eating Food in the Shower. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to assume that's cool. Well, I know there was a whole thing where they had to cover up the giant Legends of the Tattoo on the stomach of the chick who's in the shower with them. Okay. Because they started filming and she got the tattoo part with you filming and it's like covered up with makeup. But of course you're in a shower so you're getting wet and sweaty. Why, so. why would she get a tattoo midway through? Because I, I don't think they need it for the whole shoot and they end up doing reshoots. Then, okay. I don't know. There was, they talked about it on their show which to me is like a podcast even though it is not labeled as such. So to weirdly go full circle here I guess one of my points is a podcast doesn't need to be marketed as one any form of media today where it's really just I think it's the Let's Play community it's uh, podcasting it's the Twitch streaming a lot of those are sold not so much on the the content but the people and how they make commentary on it There's, whether it be yeah. just commentary like we're doing now no media or when we eventually do Borderlands Let's Plays hopefully yeah. and other games maybe Video games. I'm even thinking of doing a solo project and just when I have time off from my days off, just playing my, some of my Steam library and recording that. Oh, you're already branching out for me, bro. Just trying some other things. Right, okay. I see how it is. Create, create differences, <laughs> all right? We're on podcast episode number two, and we're already, like, we already got creative differences. There's no difference. I'm just saying I have a library of Steam games from this fucking okay, Humble Bundle. Justin Timberlake over here. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I wish I could be Justin Timberlake. Fuck, that dude's awesome. Dirty pop. <laughs> anyway, Did you imagine um, a podcast with JT and Jimmy Fallon? JT... Who's uh, Oh, yeah. Justin Timberlake? Oh, yeah, those guys are... <laughs> let's, let's rewind four seconds ago to what I was saying. <laughs> Justin Timberlake or JT? Uh, no, I mean, every time you see them on the, the Jimmy Fallon show or any of the Jimmy Fallon's talk shows, they are just, like, two best friends, and they are so much fun. I would love to hear them do a podcast. I mean, nowadays, there's such a market for people just telling stories about themselves. To the point where, like you were saying, Let's Plays, 
And for those who don't know what Let's Plays are, it's literally just someone playing a video game or, or a couple people playing a video game and then just talking whilst they're playing. Sometimes you can play that in the background. You can be doing other things. You don't, have to, you don't even have to watch the video game. Well, that's what I was saying. Playing. That's it. Game Grumps, I'll, I'll, watch, I'll listen to myself rather than watch it sometimes because I'm playing a game or just online shopping or doing some design work or editing this podcast, which I'm not doing anymore. It also becomes a source of news because sometimes you will find things like people will say, hey, did you know this happened? And did you know that happened? And I'm like, no, really, because I don't really read CBC because CBC presents it. No, like, I don't want to, I don't want to news, news is biased and can be a bit funny to follow. I'm not a big news follower, news but I get, my, only... I get a lot of my news through just social conversation and podcasts has become That's part of my social conversation. Not only just biased, but... I don't want to be anti-intellectual here because I'm not, but it's sometimes it's presented in a very dry, mundane way. Whereas uh, yeah. If, if like someone who I enjoy, you know, listening to as a as a pod, excuse me, a hiccup, as a podcaster, there is like, hey, Facebook just found a way to watch you sleep. I would probably go read that. Is that a real thing? No. No, I I, I thought that up on the top of my head, but like, if, would that really bother me? I, I mean, do you want Mark Zuckerberg in your bedroom? And, like, physically standing there judging my sleep? No. Do I hey, care? is he going to poke you? <laughs> Dude, well, is poking still a thing? It is, actually. Uh, you can still poke people. Yeah, I got poked recently by someone, actually, a friend from uh, Destiny Online. That's so weird. Um, but, essentially, that... If someone who I enjoy, I guess presenting presents it in a context that is interesting it's better than reading it on cbc like facebook ceo zuckerberg announces new surveillance method that enables facebook to infiltrate lives of its users that's it, it sounds boring and i mean the other thing too with podcasts is you really find the people you enjoy and the subjects you enjoy so um uh, an example I'll give is I don't follow per se I follow their Twitter accounts less their podcasts but I have listened to a few when their topics I'm interested in uh, the group iMore iMore.com uh, they do a lot of the Apple blogs and they partner with a lot of the big guys like 9 to 5 Mac actually they're one of the big guys for sure I'm not the same but they're, uh, they're their chief editor uh, Renee Ritchie and a lot of the other people that work with him do a podcast every week on just the news and the tech world and they're people I enjoy listening to, so when they do have a topic of interest, like, oh, hey, Apple's rumored to do this, I'm going to give that episode a listen to, even though I don't subscribe to the full podcast. But I know people who their only podcast intake are Jeff and Bob. Oh, Jeff, yeah. of course. Uh, we were just chatting today. As I was walking out, I told him I'm going tonight to record a podcast with, with you, and he was like, oh, well, what kind of podcast? And I explained what we do, and he's like, well, I told him I'd send him a link to all this. Um, Hi Jeff Hello Jeff If you're listening We miss assuming, you I'll be asking if you heard this <laughs> Yeah We're gonna check up on you buddy Yeah like uh, last episode When Vinesh uh, got back to us <laughs> That was great that was we, For those of you who are Big fans of ours at this Oh point, yes Who've listened to the pilot episode We, we yeah. called out Vinesh Our coworker and friend And he listened to the podcast And he texted us And he's like Vinesh was listening and he corrected us. Yeah. Was. Your grammar mistake. Whoa. Yeah. I'll make a thousand more. Don't worry. I'm an English major, though. <laughs> I'm a college my, my major has changed three times already this podcast. <laughs> this but podcast. it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, no, I did two two majors in Seja, or our Quebec version of college if you're out of town and listening to us weirdly. Hello um, from the outside world. You almost went the Adelaide there, didn't you? No. You were going to get Delbert. No. I'm fine with it. No. Oh, I don't like your new song. Funny story about Adele, though. My cousins who live in Vancouver, one of them, one of them works in the music industry, and she knows Adele. Interesting. She had lunch with Adele. I feel like she'd be a nice person. Um, from what I understand, she is a very nice person. That's I like hearing that. I think that's my biggest fear. You always hear like, "Don't meet your star." Don't meet your. Uh, don't meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes. That's the expression that is. Let used. your heroes remain mythical creatures. That's it. Like I've only met a few of my celebrity uh, like heroes, and they've all been pretty good so far. And I fear the day I will be a bad one. 
Uh, I mean, I met Adam West at a Comic Con here in Montreal. As we see, yeah, my signed picture. We're we're both pointing to a picture in the podcast room right now that says that is autographed to Drew it's a, from Adam West. Yeah, it's a photo of him in the old Batman costume signed. Uh, and I, I got to I asked him a question during the Q and A that the day before. I was in a bathrobe because I was dressed as Arthur Dent. Nice. And the next day, went to the signing. He recognized me as the dude from the bathrobe. I wasn't wearing it the second day, but he recognized me as the dude from the bathrobe. Which is cool. And just, like, genuinely a nice guy. And I know in those situations, you're meeting a thousand fans. Like, I mean, I met Stan Lee for a signing, and it was only 30 seconds and a handshake, but still, so he cool. never gave off the air of, like, I'm tired of this. He was genuinely, like, shake a hand, a smile, and, like, a signature, and a thumbs up, and have a great day. That's and, cool. like, even though I know there was a thousand behind me, we've been waiting there for an hour to meet him. Mm-hmm. He'd done this like 80 times today, probably 80 times this year. It still felt good. Uh, I got to meet, actually, one of my best experiences was, um, oh my god, I'm going to blank on the name and I'm going to hate myself for this. Uh, but Jane from Firefly. You never watched Firefly, did you? Nope. Too nerdy, but it's a good show. 12 episodes, give it a watch, trust me. Okay. If you're any kind of sci fi, it's the best one. Sci-fi. Old West sci-fi. It's old West, old West sci-fi. Uh, but uh, no, the the um, ba- uh, Alec Adam Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's the famous one. Adam Baldwin's the slightly less famous one, unfortunately. The other Baldwin. The other Baldwin. Uh, one of the other Baldwin brothers. But he plays Jane on Firefly, and um, he was wrapping up his booth. He was done his signing. I missed it, and I ran over to see him with another chick who had also wanted to go. He just bumped to the road, like, "Oh no, come back!" And he said, "You know what? Come here real quick." Took a photo with each of us, signed a quick thing for each of us, and let us go. I have a great photo of me and him uh, arm wrestling. Of course, there's a photo of taking he beat me. Cheater. I totally could have beaten him. Yes. Of Look course. Oh, muscles. Er, muscles. Of course. Of I'm course, flexing course. for no one. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean, I've gotten pretty lucky with meeting my heroes. I mean, I'm not going to... The fear is one day, one will be bad. I hope not. I met Viggo Mortensen at a Habs game. For those of you who don't know, Viggo Mortensen, first of all, he plays Aragorn. That's it. Lord of the I had him on, like, I know this name, but fuck He plays Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. He's also, for whatever reason, well, actually, I know why he's a, he's a big Montreal Canadiens fan, and Montreal Canadiens are pretty much the sports team in Montreal. Is, is he a Montrealer? He's not a Montrealer. But he's a Habs fan. He's a Habs fan, and he told me why he's a Habs fan. Why is he? I want to know now. I'm so intrigued. He grew up in South America. And obviously in South America... <laughs> I'm not seeing the connection yet, but go on. He, in South America, soccer was the big sport. And so soccer sense. fans in South America are very, very passionate. Once he moved to North America to continue his acting career, mm-hmm. he noticed that Montrealers were very, very passionate about the Habs. And this was back in the 70s as well, when the Habs were actually like one of the best teams in the league. I'm aware of this because I also enjoy sports. And he became a big fan of a gentleman named... A gentleman named Guy Lafleur. Like, he leaned in sensually to my back to say that. Yeah, okay. Guy Lafleur, for those of you who don't know, Guy he Lafleur... He means me, by the way, but yes, continue. I'm listening. Guy, Guy Lafleur <laughs> is a... Uh, Guy Lafleur is a well-known uh, Montreal Canadiens player. He was probably the Montreal Canadiens player of the 1970s. I mean, I mean, I must I'm saying I have no idea who, about him. I know the name. I know he's a Montreal player. I have no idea what his history is. Yeah, essentially he was a very, very good player. We don't need to get into that right now. But essentially Vigo fell in love with Guy Lafleur as a player. And he fell in love with the Montreal Canadiens as a team. Interesting. And it's funny, I actually saw him at another Habs game about maybe a few years later. I went to the game with our friend Peter. Ah, good old Pete. And Pete just kept looking up at this guy. I didn't recognize <laughs> at the time. He's like, yo, that's Vigo Mortensen. He was sitting like a, a section away from us, like two rows behind us. I'm like, no, it's not Vigo Mortensen, man. Like, I've seen Vigo Mortensen. I know that's not him. He's like, no, nah, I'm sure it's Vigo Mortensen. And he eventually, in intermission, he went over and he's like, hey, are you Vigo Mortensen? He's like, yeah. And he shook his hand. He's like, that's it. Like, no picture or anything. I got a picture of Vigo Mortensen when he was there. There's a difference in celebrity culture when, like, you want to be seen, which is when I saw him, and when you sort of just want to be low-key and you want to be, like, incognito, which is when Pete saw him. But he was still a very polite guy, and he was still, like... And that's it. I've only ever met one celebrity outside of the normal situation of, like, a Comic-Con where you're expecting to be fans. You're kind of putting on the mask, and, I mean, I assume they're all being honest, but 
You never know. Yes. Uh, and it was the time I inadvertently ran into uh, Harry Connick Jr. Ah, uh, we were doing. I that's was in. Name. I was in. Uh, what I was in a uh, grade. Uh, what is it? Four grade, uh, grade ten. That how this works. No grades work anymore. Grade ten. End of new day of high school. They generally progress linear. Uh, thank you. It was more that most most countries have grade twelve or sec six or sec whatever the end of their. Not us. Not, we only agreed, not, we only go to grade eleven, and we have stage up. Whatever, we're a weird system. Another day. Not Quebec, uh, but Please. not my last year, my second last year of high school, on a uh, class trip with a. So basically, it was the grade nine, ten, elevens. Yeah, it was a bunch of us. I was in grade ten, we were nine, elevens, going off to New York for two days, and doing a tour, a walking tour of the city. And one of the stops was, this is where people will come after a show, the exit door for the cast, and if the cast is you know is in a good mood, they'll come out and meet some fans maybe, or someone will come out and try to like you know. You know, people usually wait for them to meet a few celebrities, mm. and uh, the door opens, the guy walks out and just takes a step outside, and I immediately go up to him jokingly and go to shake his hand and go, Hi, you must be part of the show, a cocky, whatever teen I was. And the guy goes, Actually, I am. And I go, Oh, what's your name? He goes, Harry. And I look up at the sign that's whatever the show is starring Harry Connick Jr., and I just go, That Harry? And he goes, Yep, yeah, that Harry. I gotta go back inside now, though. I'm sorry. I'm like, uh, like, just totally speechless. I mean, like, from the, the times I've seen him, I mean, I'm a big fan of Will and Grace. I grew up with my mother watching that one, and uh, he started in that show for all. So I definitely, looking back, it's clearly him. It wasn't like someone fucking with me. Mm-hmm. But, like, that is, like, it, I only dream if I were ever that famous and I could do this to somebody. I'm just like, surprise, I'm a celebrity. Hey, and I'm famous. Hello, nice to meet you. I thought you were saying, really, you were. I'm like, really? Who have you ever done this to? <laughs> uh... I don't know if you know this, but my brother was in a spelling bee, and he was shown on Global News. Really? So I'm practically A-list at this point, <laughs> you know? Well, my brother won a contest with Shom, and they got a music video shot for him. Well, your brother is a nerd. No, I'm sure he's a great guy. <laughs> younger brother, middle brother, not as much. The younger brother's pretty fucking nerdy. Okay. Hi, Sam, if you're out there. Hi, Sam. Or uh, Ben, the less nerdy one, if you're out there. My siblings. Who's actually texting me? Yeah, I saw that on your computer pop up right now. <laughs> um, wow, weird. I was asking for some info on some music. He collects uh, old 45 vinyls. That he was telling me it's a secret. I can't mention the uh, the band. Anyways, I guess an hour is a good time for these shows. An hour is a good time. To conclude. To conclude. To conclude. What do we think about podcasts? I think that... I think it's a medium that needs to be... Not further explored, I think we've really reached the point of what a podcast can be, whether it be just two people ta- talking like this, more of a news format. Uh, I mean, really, it's the simplest way I explain it to people when they don't understand it, like my mother asked me what a podcast was. My mom's on Twitter, by the way. She got no more text I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> your mom, I saw that your mom's on Twitter now. Twitter was like my safe haven away from parents until your mom got Twitter. My mother's pretty good on the internet. I give her a point. She's That's pretty fair. pretty crazy. Comes to posting on Facebook with photos. I mean, I mean we always joke about how we hit the car. We've already but having the dessert courses. But photos for, of the main for course me, are it's there. podcasts are not necessarily an evolving medium. It's that. What podcasts bring to other people listening to them is just a way to connect with others, whether it's on a pointed subject or it's just people shooting the shit. That's it. It's just a way to listen to another voice and sort of be entertained. People's stories, everyone, I'd like to think that everyone has at least a couple entertaining stories, or even if it's not that entertaining, you can tell it in a way... That's exciting. That's it. I mean, there's definitely podcasts out there to look for. If you like storytelling, Risk is a great one. If you like just shooting the shit, we're a great podcast. If not, my brother, my brother, and me is also good. And I mean, we're great. And I mean, as much as podcasts, really, it's an evolution and a modernized version of what used to be. I mean, look at the word podcast. It's broadcast. You used to go and listen to every Friday night that one show on that one radio station that recurred. This is our digital, modern version of it. That you can keep. And that's it. You can keep that good episode. I have an episode of uh, another show I love called uh, Grown Ups Read Things They Wrote As Kids, which is uh, it started as a radio show here in Canada on, I think, CBC, if I'm not mistaken. 
I, uh, I don't know. You're looking at me like I know, and I don't know. No, I'm sorry. I, I realize that. Uh, <laughs> but you can look it up, Grown Up Free Things. Uh, but I went to one of the shows live, and I kept that episode kind of as memory of the time I went to an episode, uh, went to a taping of a show. Uh, I haven't listened to it again yet, but I know, I think Paul and I were about to head down to Toronto for a weekend. I have a few, po- we like hoarding good old podcasts for that kind of thing. I think we put that one on. I know, uh, Rooster Teeth just did a, um, a spoiler cast for, um, The Amazing Race up until the point they released that episode. They didn't go any further because they're under, uh, Do Not Disclose. Yes. But we're going to listen to that part of the ride too. Uh, but suffice to say, podcasts are amazing to get into. Ours, above all, the best one to be subscribed to. It's great. We don't even have a name yet, but we're... By the time this goes up, there'll be a name. Like, you like, you will meet one of us in, in our day, and we'll be like, oh, dude, we have a podcast. It's called something, and you will type in that in iTunes, and you will find it and be like, oh, yeah, it's the thing they said, and listen to it. That's true, because let's be honest. If you're, if you're listening to this at this point, you know one of us in real life, and you're doing this as, like, somewhat of a favor, and also because, hey, this this guy Ryan or this guy Drew, they're kind of funny. And that's it. The hope is, you know, eventually you share with someone else, and then one of the networks like HeadGun or... Uh, you tell two people, and they tell two people, and you'll get a million people right there. That's how marketing works. Yeah. Word to mouth. Mouth to word? <laughs> word, of ma- word of mouth. Word of mouth. Could that be our sign-off for that one? Word to your mouth. <laughs> we're going to put our words in your mouth. <laughs> I think that's what we call it. <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Night, folks. I love you. <laughs>